0: Welcome to the Roundtable, the show that brings you the latest in the worlds of football, basketball, and gambling. Woo! Now, let's get to it. Here are your hosts, Brad Wakai and Tyson Gentry. Welcome into the Roundtable. I'm Brad Wakai. That is my co-host, Tyson Gentry. We are back with another edition of the NFL Draft Dive as we keep plugging and chugging away. As we get closer and closer to the NFL draft, I'm excited. I'm starting to feel it, honestly. Like, there's McShay's uh, new mock draft came out. I'm seeing some, like, teams may be aggressive. Things are going to change. Like, I'm starting to get excited for this thing.
1: Are we going to see a Bradley Ross mock draft posted for the people? Oh, man. I haven't done one since college. It's been a while. That's how you know you had a good time in college. That Brad was making mock drafts in the frat house. Yeah, they were all wrong. Like we were much better at the NBA drafts, um, I think,
0: for obvious reasons. <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, it was it was a college thing. Maybe I'll maybe I'll dust off the old mock draft fingers here next year. I know something.
1: you still got the notebook sitting somewhere or whatever. You got like your, your glasses that you wear when you do it, when you put it together. Probably in like a dark room is what I'm picturing. Maybe a fireplace, um, handle of bourbon.
0: It's like one of those things. Yeah, it's like a secret lair. You know, you, you touch it and all of a sudden it goes from like a fireplace to like a sick office or something and it's just waiting <laughs> for me to waiting for me to go back. <laughs> you got to blow the dust off the book. Yeah, 100%, 100%. All right, let's get into it. We got the LA Chargers picking 21st and this is the first time they're picking in the first round in this draft, early uh, 54th pick, they also have the 85th pick, they also have in the top three. Brandon Staley kept his job after that collapse against the Jaguars. People thought potentially they would move on from him and go be aggressive and get a Sean Payton, but then they remembered that Dean Spanos is the owner of this franchise and is cheap. Uh, Justin Herbert. Still, the quarterback there, obviously a premier type of player. They need to start rattling off some playoff wins and not waste his rookie contract, which seems to be wasted sooner than later. Uh, team needs now. I have linebacker, defensive backs, offensive line as some of the main three that I think they should target. They did go out and get Eric Kendricks on a two-year deal worth about thirteen and a quarter, but Eric Kendricks is on the back end of his career here. I still think you know they could potentially do it use an upgrade there and obviously defensive back with this year Adderley retiring that should be a priority as well so Tyson if you're the Chargers where are you first looking
1: well I'm looking at my run defense from last year I'm throwing up that's probably where I start I mean 5.4 yards a carry um in 2022 that's that's atrocious like you could have lined up and ran the ball against the Chargers every single play and probably put up 30 points like that's how bad this unit was Uh, I saw in McShay's mock draft and I'm a little bit upset that he stole my thunder here day before we get (laughs) to go. Um, But I mentioned Klaja Kansi is potentially a fit um, earlier in the draft for like the Lions and a couple other teams. Like this is the head coach who had Aaron Donald on his roster for a long time. This is an undersized defensive tackle from Pitt uh, with insane athleticism and really, really good power. How much he helps their run defense is You know, a question of mine, because at 280 pounds, it's harder to influence uh, Jason Kelsey and Landon Dickerson than it is to whoever you're playing at Pittsburgh on any given Saturday. I also think they need wideout, Brad. Like, Mm. Mike Williams misses a ton of time. Keenan Allen misses a ton of time. Keenan Allen's, you know, he's on hole 13. There's a couple good holes left, but he's going to be hanging out in the clubhouse here before too long, which sucks. I love Keenan Allen. Uh, But that makes sense to me too i think uh quinton johnston here makes a little bit of sense as a big body type to pair um, with mike williams who's another one i don't love the fit personally but i've seen it thrown around a lot i think zay flowers is a really really good name to watch here i think the way he plays and kind of his style i think you learn a lot from keenan allen and then jordan addison like a, a dude that wins with well we thought one was speed and then we saw him run at the combine and now we're not super sure but uh, don't be shocked if it's wide out here either
0: yeah, completely agree with you. I think if you want to go defensive line, that should be a target. Um, you know, basically they they just looked at what they had last year. The front office did, and it's like, you know, we're okay with you leaving, losing Christian Covington, uh, Tyler Davison at the defensive line spot, and then. Letting their linebackers go go Troy Reader and Drew Tranquil, you know, they're gone. They're just like, this is this is bad. So re-signed Morgan Fox and like I said, got Eric Hendricks, but I'd still think they need an upgrade at linebacker and defensive line to stop that horrendous rushing uh defense that they had going last year. But I agree with you, man. I was thinking the same thing if I'm the Chargers. Like we already have an elite QB. Let's continue to have weapons around them. I don't think at this spot right here, you can really upgrade your offensive line in, in terms of a blue chip type of talent, so might as well get a, get a wide receiver. And you said the two names I was thinking. I think Zay Flowers would be a one and one replacement for Keenan Allen if he ends up being that good. Obviously, that's the question. Or if Quentin Johnson, you just want to go big, You know, kind of pair somebody opposite of Mike Williams and have the big body guys out there, that could be an option as well. I'll throw Dalton Kincaid, the tight end, you into see. the mix. I I know they have Gerald Everett, and I know they just re- re-signed Donald Parham. But Dalton Kincaid's not necessarily uh, somebody you just line up in a three-point stance and then have him block and run routes. Like He could be a weapon on the interior, running up the seam and utilizing him more in the passing game and kind of getting into a new-age Travis Kelsey type of role where you use him as a receiver to replace Keenan Allen. So I'll throw that name out there as somebody to keep an eye on as well.
1: That'd be really, really, really fun. I. I... I want it now. Now that's the pick that I wanted <laughs> to make. Also, Austin Eckler uh, seeking a trade. They gave him permission to seek the trade. Is this a Bijan spot? Shouldn't be like with the holes that you have on the roster, but um, you want to plug somebody in for the most productive running back in the NFL. You could do a lot worse than Bijan.
0: Uh, and we just got a shout out. Storm Norton is no longer a Charger. He went to the New Orleans Saints. So Tyson is devastated. Uh, that's his. That's his guy. He's no longer in L.A. Storm Norton. Yeah.
1: Is the absolute epitome of offensive line play in the NFL. All right, let's get
0: on to the Baltimore Ravens here. Eric DaCosta coming over under heat a little bit from the wide receiver he drafted. Your boy, Rashad Bateman, out of Minnesota. Is it uh, a little deserved potentially? I mean, there's some. He said the quiet part out loud. He did. He did. And, and, you know, at some point, that's going to happen, right? When you've you've continually. uh, Kind of let's just put it lightly and, and missed on a few things in the draft. Now, Ozzie Newsome, if he was still there, I don't know necessarily know that uh that's coming out of his mouth. One, Ozzie Newsom could probably just kick his ass. And then two and slap right back in. Yeah, and then two, uh, I don't know if you really want to be going at Ozzie Newsom in that in that sense. So let's um Let's look at what they got going on right now. Obviously, the big question mark with the Ravens is, is Lamar Jackson going to be there or not? So they slapped the franchise, non-exclusive on him. So if somebody wants to make an offer, you know, either the Ravens can match or they'll get two first-round picks back. John Harbaugh's still the head coach there. They do not have a lot of capital, 22nd and eighty six in the first three rounds of this year's draft. So that may be kind of driving that. Let's hope somebody offers Lamar so we can kind of recoup some draft picks here. Obvious team needs wide receiver. I also put down some offensive line help, cornerback, and I think edge rusher, to be completely honest with you, Tyson. Baltimore Ravens, where are you looking here?
1: 22nd in the draft. Well, the reason I laugh there is they've had the same team needs for what feels like a decade. Like it's yeah. just the same thing uh, over and over again. And like if you're going to go wide receiver, I think Quentin Johnson makes sense in Todd Munkin's offense. Like, we haven't seen it at the NFL level, but just translating it from what it was in Georgia to the way that it looks uh, in the bigs, they have to throw the ball to the wide receiver. It doesn't matter if Lamar Jackson's your quarterback or not. Like, this is a new playbook, so I'm a little bit more optimistic that they're going to do that. But the Ravens averaged 12.2 yards per catch on throws to wideouts last season, 23rd in the NFL playing with a premier quarterback i know he's not the best thrower of the football but if you can't get open while lamar jackson uh, is doing lamar jackson things then you weren't getting open anyways and some of that was oh it's devin duvernay and it's bateman for a week and then he's honestly he's driving that number up a ridiculous amount because of the run after catch stuff that he's able to do i don't love qj here man to be honest with you like it feels like you're just drafting a little bit faster version of Isaiah Likely, who you nabbed mm-hmm. super late in the draft a year ago at tight end. And I know that might not be totally fair to QJ, but this is a this is a team that it's at a crossroads. Cause everyone wants them to go up. Like if you're replacing Lamar, you go you gotta go up, you gotta trade up to three with the Cardinals, or you gotta get up to six before the Raiders get somebody. They can't. Like financially they might be able to and they maybe can swing it with some of the guys they have on their roster, but then you're hoping uh, that somebody at the top of the draft a wants those guys, and then b doesn't have a better offer on the table. I think Baltimore should be looking to go backwards, if anything. Uh, but if they don't get this thing resolved with Lamar, it's it's impossible to tell where they're going to go.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Like that's the first and foremost that we got to figure out is what they do with Lamar Jackson. Because if he's gone, then why do you draft a first? Why why do you draft a wide receiver in the first round? It makes no sense. Like there's no point in doing that. Maybe there's somebody else that you like further down the board that you can see playing in your organization and helping out in the short term a lot longer or in the long term a lot longer than somebody in the short term would if you go wide receiver. And let, let me just point this out real quick too. Uh Demarcus Robinson, Sammy Watkins, two of the receivers gone. It's not like they were impact players at all, but you know, two more that room gone, like out. Uh Juwan James, offensive tackle, Ben Powers, offensive guard, they're gone. Um, Justin Houston, Steven Means, JPP, Clayus Campbell, all on the defensive line. They're out. And then you have your secondary players, Kyle Fuller, Marcus Peters, the heart and soul of that defense, Chuck Clark, safety, traded to the Jets. Like they got a lot of holes in this roster and we're looking at it like they just need Lamar and let's just run it back. They they, they need significant help here. And especially when you look at who they signed, I mean, Justin, Justice Hill re-signed and Nelson Aguilar, wide receiver. I, it's they're looking to build through the draft. The problem is, Tyson, they don't have a ton of capital, especially at the high pick. So I think when you when you say they should trade back, I completely agree with you. You have to start getting more capital if you're letting a ton of people walk out of your building and then not signing anybody through free agency. But let me just say this: if they if they do draft in this position, I I know you're not big on it. I think you have to go Quentin Johnson here. I, I think you do. A big body receiver, and yes, you have that, and likely, I don't think you can Under- underestimate different. how important that would be for Lamar Jackson, though I, you've drafted him small receivers his entire career, like you're like oh, man, I wonder why he's not progressing as a passer. It's like, well, these guys are tiny They they look like the defensive backs out there. Go get some big body guys and let him develop into some accuracy if it ever does come. So I think Quentin Johnson has to be your guy here there's other people saying Jordan Addison you're basically drafting Hollywood Brown again. Boomer bus guy. That. So I don't think you can do that. If they do stay here, my my thing is, Quentin Johnston, unless there's a Joey Porter Jr. who I've seen Daniel Jeremiah mock to here, which I don't think he falls this far.
1: No, if he does, that would be I think another smash, but again, that that would be such a Ravens move uh, to ignore the offensive holes for another years, uh, strengthen that defense a little bit. Because at a certain point, like it becomes Harbaugh's fault and it becomes DeCosta's fault and all this stuff. And it's right now, it's everybody in the world seemingly anti Lamar Jackson, uh, without, in my opinion, taking like a fair look at this thing. People want to say like they've given him a bunch of help. They traded Hollywood just to take Rashad B- or they didn't even let the pair operate as a pair for an entire season because we had an injury to Bateman, and then they trade Hollywood. And then it's like, okay, go out there with uh, one-legged J.K. Dobbins, a one-legged Rashad Bateman, and Mark Andrews, and see what happens. Like, that's not fair, man. Okay,
0: let's get into Minnesota here at 23. And there has been some recent, recent interesting developments under the Minnesota Vikings pick here from the mock drafters out there. And I'll just say it, man. I mean, they have Kirk Cousins as their quarterback. Now, Kevin O'Connell is going to be in the second season. I thought they did a good job last year, 13-4. and Record was inflated compared to how good of a team they actually were winning so many close games. But at the end of the day, somebody does have to win those. Uh, Besides this 23rd pick in the first three rounds, they only have the 87th and the third. Not a ton of capital here if you're the Vikings. And it it seems like they're getting a bit older as well. But I don't want to bury the lead. Prominent mock drafters have them taking Hendon Hooker, the quarterback from Tennessee, at this pick. So let's start there and, and kind of work our way around from there. Uh,
1: what do you think about that? I, I would like it, personally. The question mark to me, like Hendon Hooker is coming off an injury, so you it, it, make, it would make sense to give him uh, kind of a redshirt year, quote-unquote, in the NFL. He's going to be 26 then by the time he would take the field, if that's the way that you want to do this. And then at the end of his first contract, he's 30. And I just – I don't know if that's the way you want to play this because to me he was one of the better throwers of the football, if not like top three thrower of the football in the college class last season. Just it's a way different ballgame, man. Is he pro-ready to step in right away? Because you're going to piss Kirk Cousins off. And we've seen how he handles uh, being disrespected before in the past – Look at what he did with Washington, kind of strung them along and played their hand into getting another fully guaranteed contract. Which, by the way, dude, like, Kirk Cousins was getting fully guaranteed contracts way before anybody else, and nobody gave a shit. Which, a little pat on the back for Kirk and Coupons. Like, he deserves yeah. a little love for that. They need to go quarterback. Like, at some point within the next couple of years, you need to get the successor in there, hopefully an upgrade, to be completely honest with you. Kirk was not as good as people thought like he wasn't as the difference between his actual play and his stats wasn't geno smith level um in my opinion but it wasn't like that far off people were can you believe what Kirk cousins has done this year and he was just Kirk cousins he looked the exact same to me if they don't go quarterback i think you have to look at a wide receiver here and it might sound counterintuitive because they have justin jefferson but then they have kj osborne and like that's you're going to run into the season with that as your number 2 after you get rid right of Adam Thielen you can't do that. Uh Dalvin Cook is probably on the outs. A lot of questions to answer in Minnesota.
0: Yeah, and when you look at the players they let walk too, it's kind of crazy. On nfl.com they have where these players have gone to and like all the players they let walk immediately ended up on a team. Like Irv Smith, Bengals. Dalvin tomlinson defensive line went to the Browns. Eric Kendricks we talked about Chargers and they're Three. They lost four corners. Dancer went to the Commanders. Patrick Peterson back end, but he went to the Steelers. Duke Shelley to the Raiders, and the only person that has been signed they let out of the door, Chandon Sullivan, which I think is interesting. So there's like clearly roster making players as of now. They just let out of the door. Now they did sign a ton of players. Byron Murphy, I think, is a big one at corner. Um, you know, Marcus Davenport, edge rusher. So you know they're they're signing guys. I think they're using free agency and getting like these. Stopgap players with their lack of draft capital, which I to try to continue to build this roster at least make it competitive for next season, which I think is interesting. Uh, just to address the Hendon Hooker thing here, does that not feel like a reach a little bit though? Like we, he was kind of on the the borderline, like maybe first round, maybe not. Then all of a sudden, now he's going to go twenty third to the Vikings. Like maybe you sit him, but like you said, it's not like he's necessarily a project, Tyson. Right. Like he's kind of the finished deal, and then. You set it behind Kirk Cousins, and like you said, by the time he's on his rookie contract, he's thirty. Like, do you want to give him another one? It's, it's interesting to say the least. My thing is, I, I don't know why Emmanuel Forbes isn't the look here for the Vikings. The the cornerback from Mississippi State, like he graded out extremely well from PFF last year. He was the sixteenth out of nine hundred seventeen based uh, nine hundred seventeen corners in college based on their grading and rankings. Uh, I know it, he's a little small, like 6'1", 166, which is tiny. But I I think the Vikings need cornerback help. And someone like that sitting there, that seems surprising that this isn't the look
1: that the Vikings would go. You know what's surprising is the fact that they gave a premium capital for a guy who doesn't really move the needle in the deepest tight end class in recent memory. Mm. That's not brought up like at all. I I can't believe it. I mean, like, would you rather have uh that pick and or those picks and that flexibility to then get a darnell washington later in the draft uh to get a dalton Kincaid here in the first round or would you rather have traded that stuff for a guy who helped you get bounced by the new york giants in round one and before you say that's unfair because they didn't know they're going to lose to the giants yes the fuck they did like they might not have believed it but somebody in that building had to look around and be like okay we can't beat philly we can't beat san francisco we can't beat dallas tj hawkinson didn't make you better than any of those teams and now you're paying the price
0: yeah 100 percent. and and it kind of just it feels like they went for it when they didn't have a team that could really win the whole thing and now you're like oh shit well this is what we're left with so i uh, will see i think they're an interesting spot if they do take hooker i'd be surprised if i'm being completely honest I, although the prominent mock drafters have them there i it it feels like it's kind of zeroing zeroing in on that, although we haven't really heard it from anybody close to the Vikings per se that, hey, they look, really like Hendon Hooker. So we'll see. We'll see. Maybe that's just a, a, a thing to kind of fill some space now as we're about a month away, eh, three weeks away from the NFL draft itself. Let's finish with the Jacksonville Jaguars, Tyson. Very good year for Doug Peterson in the Jags. Trevor Lawrence seems to have hit his stride in year two. And they won a playoff game, won the division, that, I mean, about as good as you could have asked to the start of the Doug Peterson era, who will be coaching in his second year upcoming. 25th pick, 57th, 89th. So they, they have capital they can draft with. It's going to be weird – or uh, 24th. I think it's going to be weird for them to kind of look and be like, wait a minute, we're not drafting the top five? Yeah, we have to wait? You guys normally wait four hours
1: for this? Are you right. kidding me? We're done in 15 minutes.
0: Yeah, it's extremely interesting. So, I i mean, as I look at it, you know, I, I always think a team like this, you can't ever go wrong with trying to build the offensive line. I still think I'm not sold on their draft pick last year, Walker. So I still think maybe if you can find somebody later in the draft to to get a, an edge rusher here, might as well take a shot on that. You might as well be able to get after the passer. And I also think cornerback's a major thing that they're looking for as well. Tyson, what have you circled that do you think the Jags should address?
1: Well, I think Emmanuel Forbes, who you mentioned, makes a ton of sense. I also think Deontay Banks, the corner from Maryland, makes a ton of sense. Uh, But I know the boy, man. I know Doug Peterson. You know Doug Peterson. I think this might be the first real Dalton Kincaid spot that we've seen. I know they have Evan Ingram and they franchise take him. That's awesome. Who does Trevor Lawrence love to throw the football to? Big bodies. Tight ends. Tight ends guys over the middle. This is an offense that doesn't necessarily need him, right? Because you're bringing Calvin Ridley into what was a top 10 unit already a year ago. But um, I think that that would just be really fun. Uh, Michael Mayer is a better blocker. So maybe that's a a lean too for them as far as if they want to go tight end. But corner is the biggest need. And I just, I don't know if Forbes is too little. I don't know if Banks is ready. Um, The dude had one pick last year, but that doesn't bother me. Like, when you're breaking up passes in college and you you don't end up with the interception all the time, that's okay. <laughs> that's, that's corner play. And he broke up, I think, 10 passes a year ago on top of the one interception. So he could play a little bit. It just – for the first time in a long time, like they shouldn't be taking projects. They should be taking finished products. 100%. Like they should be getting
0: – hey, we're drafting late in the first round. We need somebody who can step in and play now like immediately impact that's why you draft players in the nfl draft in the first round like you can plug and play immediately have an impact i'm if deontay banks is is here and falls to 24 i've i've seen him go as high as 15 in some places now of course we're scouring the internet like what's going on these mock drafts yeah everybody has somebody different yeah right so i don't know how how true or i guess how accurate that is um you know, I'm going to trust Shay. I'm going to trust the the Daniel Jeremiah's who maybe they don't have the information right now. Um, they're a little bit more plugged in with some of the their old contacts than some random guy on the internet. But you know, I I think that's a good op- I think that's a good pick for him if it is Deontay Banks, like you just laid out. You know, they need cornerback. You know, they re-signed Trey Herndon, lost Shaq Griffin. There's really, nobody that jumps out to you there for Jacksonville, but what is, what is shocky here if they even if they went like defensive line <laughs> you know what I mean
1: like it, it's gotta be like will Mcdonald though, right? like that's kind of in the in the range that you're in or uh, um, at or whatever his name is from Northwestern apologize again for getting that wrong but like Uruzama. I mean these are guys that this is their range and this is where they could go. I don't know, man. It didn't seem like Doug Peterson was overly thrilled with taking defensive linemen in, in the first round of every year he was in Philadelphia. I don't yeah, know if he wants to start point. this off doing the same thing.
0: Yeah, and, and they're set at wide receiver obviously being aggressive for you know sp- set basically setting the market for Christian Kirk and the others that they got into Jacksonville. So they're pretty good at skill position and re-signing Ingram. Like, do they want to be aggressive and go out and get another tight end to add to the mix since that's a Trevor Lawrence thing? We think that they should address the defense here, find somebody who they can plug and play immediately if they want to continue to go back to the playoffs. Because let's be honest, Tyson, they're in the driver's seat in this division for the foreseeable future. First time in a long time, baby. Jeez, man. Talk about, you know, not for long, man. The NFL moves quick. Like they were selecting first overall twice in a row the previous two years. Now they're in the driver's seat in this fucking division. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, and then on top of that, the next draft dive we do, we'll have the Bengals later than that. We'll have a couple teams that like are looking around. Um, you know, like we said, they're they're confused on how they're even like this draft takes this long. And to be honest with you, like Jacksonville is kind of slowly turning into a spot that I think people are going to want to play. We finally found out that Trevor Lawrence can play, right? Um, and that's going to be a huge driver. Uh, we see a lot of people trying to go play in Florida and. Trevor Lawrence versus Tua. Mm. Although Miami's a little nicer than Jacksonville. Just a bit. But Tom Brady got everybody moved to Tampa.
0: Yeah, good point. Good point. And Tyson alluded to it. You know, that's going to do it for this edition of the NFL Draft Dive. But we will be visiting some other teams, 25 through 28. A lot to discuss there. We're excited for that one. Giants, Cowboys, Bills, Bengals are going to be making the cut on that one. That'll be coming to you next week. If you missed our masters preview, um, hopefully you're sweating the bets with us. You know, if you're live betting, we, we're giving you a ton of information there. We got a ton of content coming out for you next week as we get ready for NBA playoffs and different things of that sort. So make sure you are subscribed to us if you're listening, if you're watching us on YouTube or if you're listening to us on podcasts, just hit your your feed immediately. Uh, Instagram to follow us in the meantime is at underscore the roundtable pod underscore. Our TikTok handle is the exact same as our Instagram, or you can always send us a tweet over at TRT underscore pod. We appreciate you guys listening as always. We'll be back next week. Enjoy your weekends, and we will talk to you guys soon. Peace. Thanks for listening to the round table. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. While you're there, please rate and review so others find out about the show. We'll catch you on the next episode of The Roundtable.